All right, before we get into the overreaction for the defense, remember to subscribe to Winning Drive whenever you, wherever you listen to any of your podcasts, Spotify, yes, yes, yes. Apple, whatever you listen to on any platform, we're available. All right, overreaction for defense. Mm-hmm. What you got for me, Cordell? Defense. Uh, I really like Pepe Williams. I think Pepe Williams is going to be a guy that is going I talked about Kyle Hamilton being a chess piece for this defense that they move all over the place and I've gone on record to say that I believe Kyle Hamilton when it's all said and done will be possibly the most moved around defender maybe in all of football that said I think Pepe Williams might be a guy that we see them move around a lot more maybe in the earlier part of the season. I, he got in a little bit of safety uh, in the, in the back end of the preseason game, but he started out there at corner could have had the pick six to early in the game, but he, he drops it. You want to see him make that play, but this is a dude that screams big play ability. He hunts yeah. the big play. He's not the bigger, biggest guy out there, but he's not afraid of contact. He gets his nose in there. I, I, I really like Pepe Williams. He plays bigger than he is. So he's a guy that I would really look for to be a huge difference maker on this team. We already know what they have in guys like Humphrey, Marcus Williams, Marcus Peters, um, and Kyle, even Kyle Hamilton transitioning out there as a rookie as well. But I think Pepe Williams could be that link that kind of takes this sec- – we, we thought this secondary was really good to begin with. I think he can kind of be that guy to take them to the next level. All right, overreaction. Travis Jones, I'm on the wagon, baby. The oh, yeah. replacing Brandon Williams. He's re- look, Brandon, who? Who? What? <laughs> I like this kid a lot. Um, had a sack, I believe he, uh, he had a mm-hmm. seven yard loss in the sack. I like this kid. I think that he has so much potential, and I think that he could be, he, he's going to make us forget that. Brandon Williams is not here anymore, and he's going to be dominant on the defensive line. I could be wrong here, but I feel very confident in saying this. Another overreaction. Mm -hmm. Kyle Hamilton. This is why Chuck Clark was not traded. I mean, he got some work to do. You know, I'm I'm not ready. I'm not ready to give up on the kid, obviously. Um, you know, he'll get it eventually. But my overreaction in this is, is that I com- I completely understand why the Ravens continue to keep Clark on this roster because this kid ain't ready yet. And I'm sure he will be. He got it's going to take some time. I'm sure he'll be fine. But uh, I don't think it's an overreaction of sorts. I just think it's a reality of sorts. I mean, yeah, you know, he whiffed on a tackle, you know, he, yep, he, a couple. A couple tackles, you know, he got some work to do. And and so he's not ready to be a starter in this league as of yet. I saw people complaining about him being on special teams. I have no problem with that. Many defensive players, guys, I don't know if you know this little tidbit, many defensive players play on special teams. This is not a hardball thing. Remember when A. Reed was doing fielding punts and stuff? That was under Brian Billick. Remember when Ray Lewis and Chris McAllister was on special teams? That was under Brian Billick. These things do happen. It's not uncommon for defensive players to be on special teams. 
So Kyle Hamilton being on special teams doesn't bother me because as of right now, no. Kyle Hamilton needs reps in any yeah. capacity. <laughs> yeah, and, he, and, and it allows him to get more opportunities to, to tackle. I think yes. that's the main thing with all these guys. We, you know, especially coming into the first preseason game, that's the one thing you're worried about is tackling because they're yeah. not tackling in practice. They're doing their drills and they're doing some in, in the team drills. They may wrap and let go. Um, but there's no full-fledged tackling going on. This isn't a, a Steelers training camp where they're hitting every day, apparently. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of ex- I, I expected to see uh, Kyle Hamilton, a, 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 amongst other guys on the team, struggle with tackling initially. Initially, uh, it was good to see him jump on that fumble recovery. You know, he- good heads up play by him. But yes. I agree, Rita. Uh, it, it definitely. Uh, the, the first preseason game allowed everybody to kind of see that he's he's a work in progress. And I know that's not what you want to hear when you're talking about your first over your first pick in you know this past draft uh, at all, especially when you, we look at a lot of the hype that he had coming in. And I'm not saying it's time to you know throw in a towel on him or, or even panic because I think he is a good player. I think when it's all said and done, once he finally gets his feet under him and gets uh, more acquainted and and, and more relaxed and able to play free, he'll be, be he'll be a better player. It just comes with time. Safety isn't an easy position position to learn at all. Um, yeah. That said, uh, definitely he has he he's going to be a work in progress. I don't I think he is going to be a part of the the, the defensive back rotation once the season starts. Uh, but to call him a starter, I don't necessarily believe he'll be a starter. Uh, day one but again by the time it's all said and done some of these guys uh, depending on game flow may have uh, more snaps than some others he could out snap Chuck Clark on any given day and and still not start so it's just all about what they're looking for what kind of packages they're going to go with I'll add this as far as an overreaction I think that these linebackers Malik Harrison and Patrick Queen could possibly be a little better than what we have seen in the past, specifically Malik Harrison. He had a really good game uh, in the first preseason game. You know, he had the the forced fumble. Uh, he had a couple of early tackles. You know, he, he was flying around. He had some special teams tackles, really engaged. Um, it, you know, and again, this is an overreaction. So we're, this is us putting heavy stock into right. the first action of a preseason game. Take that into account. But also, I'm just going with what I've seen. And Patrick Queen didn't play in the game, obviously, but we've gotten to see him at training camp. And I just think that these two are two guys who have been under heavy scrutiny really since they've been drafted. Everybody, especially Patrick Queen being a first-round pick, uh, the expectations for him have just been through the roof. Uh, And it's not easy when you've got a guy, Ray Lewis, who manned that position, and that's kind of – what people are looking for when we're talking about filling that position going forward into the future. It just is what it is. Um, But I think that these guys are in line to kind of take that next step forward. What that step forward necessarily means, I can't tell you. I do think it means better than what they've been. Uh, So does that mean that I'm saying that Patrick Queen is all of a sudden going to be a Devin White type of in, in the pass coverage? No, I'm not saying that, but I do think he's going to be a little more serviceable. I do think you're not going to see him get beat as much by running backs out of the backfield. With Malik Harrison, I do think you'll see him start to make a couple more uh, impact plays if he gets the opportunity. Now, Josh Bynes is ahead of him right now, so he'll have to get past Josh Bynes. But if we're talking about Malik Harrison just being able to make those pop 
pop-up plays, whether it be on special teams because he will be heavily involved in that still, or just opportunities when he gets thrown out there in the linebacker rotation on defense. I think we can look at these guys to kind of take that step forward because it's just to be frank, it's now or never, you know, yeah. for both of those for both of those guys right now. It's now or never. It's definitely more pressure on Patrick Queen than it is on Malik Harrison with Queen being the first round pick. But I think it's equal on both of them. They were both drafted and it was thought at the time that this was going to be the duo linebacking group going into the future for this Ravens defense. And it just hasn't panned out to be that. Now, I'll say I'm not as low on Patrick Queen the way everybody else is. I think a lot of people hold him to a standard that is a little unfair um, because again, like I said, with Ray Lewis being the guy in that position, that's the standard for the middle right. linebacker position. Um, so I think he's been, he, he kind of has uh, been treated unfairly, so to speak, with some of the expectations that have been put on him. But at the same time, this is a big boy league. He's a first right. round pick. And I think he wants better for himself. He knows he can play better. So all of those things combined, I think that we can look for these guys to, if nothing else, make more impact plays than we've seen them make in the past. Before we move on to the next topic, I want to get your thoughts since we're talking about the linebacker position on Jeremiah Moon. He obviously had a penalty um, in today's mm-hmm. game, but I, I, I like, you know, full transparency. I'm a Gator fan, so I, I, I've seen oh, There him. it is. There it I've is. Seen- I've seen him at Florida. Um, I, I think he, I think he's a good player. I thought he was a good player at, at Florida. Um, and didn't with the linebacker situation, you know, I just always felt like maybe he's in position to, 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 you know, at least try to make the team. But what are your thoughts on him and either how he played today or, you know, going into training camp leading up to today? Well, I, I definitely, I think it's an uphill battle for him, no doubt yeah. about it. I mean, it'll be tough for him. I think he's on the back end when we're talking about the linebackers potentially going to make this team. Now, what does help him is the fact that they don't have much depth at that position. Exactly. Right now, you know, so so he is a couple of splash plays away from sneaking his way onto this roster, <laughs> if nothing else, if it's practice squad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the 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 personal foul penalty in the in the in the preseason game wasn't his brightest spot you know the nfl now is gonna they're calling anything you, you club a quarterback on the face mask that's going to get you a 15 yard penalty yep. um it's good that he got there you want to take that into account it's good for him to get the pressure get to the quarterback in that situation but you got to be smart you can't give away 15 yards like that so he's definitely that's definitely something he's got to work on but I, I just think for him it's about just doing your job and trying when when an opportunity presents itself when you're on the back end of the roster like that if you you know when you're playing in the fourth quarter in the first preseason game it's kind of letting you know where you stand right now so it's it's a pressing situation to want to make an impact on the game and show up on film so that you got something for the coaches to look at on cut day you know, right. so I I, th- I think he needs a couple of those type of plays. I think he needs a, a strong week, a nice, solid week of practice. What we talked about Shamar Bridges earlier. Shamar Bridges, I think, has really – his name is picked up over the last week and a half or so because he's really stacked days in practice, and it translated into the first preseason game. Moon, I think, needs to steal that same recipe. I think he needs to stack some days in practice where he at least has at least one or two 
you know, flash plays, and then you get into the game and he has, you know, one really, really good play and it kind of sticks out. He's just got to find a way to get on the forefront of these coaches' minds because right now I, I think he's a guy that's definitely scratching and clawing his way onto the team. Yeah, and, you know, wide receiver and linebacker are probably the most needed positions mm-hmm. on this team. So, you know, if, if if you feel like he's on the back end of it that on, on a team that has need because they, they brought in a couple linebackers and, and tried them out just recently. Right. So right. they clearly, you know, have a need there. And then obviously the Roquan Smith rumors, everybody's saying, oh, the Ravens would be the best fit for him because yeah. – You know, they have a need there. So, you know, you really have to make it – if you don't make an impact on a team that has a big need at the position that you play in, that says really a lot about, you know, what what you need to do in terms to work to to get better. So I was just curious to know your thoughts on that because obviously, like you said, he did get to the quarterback, but, you know, Mm -hmm. the penalty negated, you know, the the play. And so – it was just interesting. And I don't want to make it seem like he hasn't flashed at all in camp because right, he has sure. had moments. He's definitely had moments. All these guys have. Consistency, you know, though. We're looking for consistency, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. It's all, like I said, it's all about stacking days and consistently showing up in the coaches' faces to the point to where they can't ignore you anymore. Exactly.